Welcome to Grow Your Influence Tree with your host, Leonard Kim. This is the show especially for those that want to be among the top influencers of the world. We'll help you build your brand, tell the most compelling story, build your reputation and grow your audience, and attract the top clients and customers. Listen to the experts. Think like they do, and you'll be on your way. Now, here's Leonard Kim. Hey everyone, Leonard Kim here, and today we're here with Paul Ari. He's a coach and an evangelist for heart-based leadership and culture, along with workplace happiness. What we've really done is we switched out our show format, and from the last show forward, what we've really been doing is we've been switching things to more of a different format where we're doing more personal branding consults and showing experts who are the top leaders in their space, how to go out there and really reposition themselves so they could actually move that needle by getting their personal brand on point so business could go out there and so they could really excel at their business. Uh, Paul, he's been going out there for a long time. He operates two different companies. One is uh, called Go Go Coach where he helps growing, where he grows a career, where he grows a caring coaching tribe to help people use their strengths to increase their human and economic value, adding worth to their organizations, and heart-based leading, where he helps people get unstuck, find their promised land, and live their values and belonging and belonging in pursuit. Uh, he lives in Seattle, and um, Paul, why don't you take like a moment to like introduce yourself? Oh, fine. You just did that for me. Thanks. <laughs> uh, hey, I'm, I'm Paul Howry, and uh, about two years ago, I set out to uh, start a business to basically change the world and make workplaces uh, happier and more productive, you know, in the human side and the economic side, because it seems like we're missing out on the human side of things way too much. Mm-hmm. And so it was go out there, uh, put myself out there, and, and give it a go. <clears throat> and... Uh, that was kind of a scary thing, uh, but seeing other people do it and uh, actually watching some of your stuff and reading your, your stuff, I think started with ink uh, articles. It was like, all right, I just have to work on being myself and get out there and not keep trying to figure it out. So I've been uh, giving it a go here for the last two years and uh, hopefully making uh, workplaces and people's uh, experiences a lot better. Cool. So, I mean, it's always good to actually take that leap and go out there and change things up. And you've been doing it for two years. So something must be going right, right? <laughs> I'm still making it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the the best part is when uh, the people that have been around me for the last two years have said they like that I look happy and I'm having fun every day. And, well, I guess I am. <laughs> That's kind of awesome. So right now you're going out there, you're doing the things that you love, you have a lot less stress, but what you really want to do is go out there and earn more business, correct? Uh, that's a big affirmative. <laughs> cool. So to get a better understanding of how to really help you, one of the first things I want to do is just kind of ask you, like, how do people find you right now for the type of work you do? Are they... Are they coming to your LinkedIn? Are you calling them and finding them? Are you going out and ending up like meeting them in person? Like, what's the main way that people are finding you that are your current clients? Um, so there's a kind of an odd transition relative to that now with my joining Go Coach um, as the coach officer. Mm-hmm. So with heart-based leading, I was doing most of it by referral. 
uh, of people coming in from a history of working uh, through technology and then as a, a, a VP of people and culture position at my former company, Fulcrum. Mm-hmm. And I wanted it to be kind of a natural thing. And so I started to put out stuff on LinkedIn. I put stuff out, uh, some, some stuff on Facebook. Uh, one of the more fun ones and actually helpful ones that I did was the Winnie Sun tweet chat. Mm-hmm. Um, and just paying attention to providing value first uh, versus trying to pull somebody in for business. Now, I don't know if it was the most successful or not, but I did make a go of it, and it's and it's working. Um, but it also led me to being approached by GoCoach to get involved with uh, their startup. And so it's been primarily inbound um, through relationships and then some LinkedIn and then going into learning seminars. So I'll go to like a mindfulness conference or then to um, it was how to use coaching to create real employee engagement. Um, I've had people call me for that kind of stuff. Cool. So <clears throat> the good thing is you've already built the reputation. You're the expert. You're getting referrals from people who already know you in person. So that part you don't really have to work on. You're the expert at your craft. You know what you're doing. And people are happy with your work. So that's, that's a positive, a really big positive, too. Not a lot of people actually have that. But now in this thing where you're going out there and you're creating content and you're going out there and sharing your true self, um, you say you're not sure if it's working or not. Um, Why do you feel that way? Um, That's kind of hard for me to answer. (laughs) Because I said, okay, so when I started my company, I was going to be a consultancy. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I've kind of had to look at myself and how I work best. And that was actually more in a coaching uh, position and set of influence versus a uh, directing and commanding influence. I just felt more comfortable and I naturally did it better if I was coaching people. So that led to a transition where in trying, even trying to figure out my brand, I actually had to discover myself better as a coach versus a consultant. And so that was one transition point. And then, as of recent, uh, joining with GoCoach, I kind of need to make sure that my my brand and my person shows up there because I need to be a, a light for people who want to come to GoCoach um, and get our coaching and our stuff that gives better learning and development for companies and people. So I'm kind of like, here I did it again, where I was just getting into a groove, now I'm adjusting it. So I guess I'm trying to figure out how do I go from heart-based leading as myself and, and make sure I keep that same thing that I like about myself with that into and taking that to go coach and being present? Cool. So what you're kind of doing is you're trying to reposition your personal brand from all the associations that you have with heart-based leading and moving it to go coach code, right? That's, that's where I feel like I'm, um, I'm in a little bit of a quagmire. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, one of the main things that really causes this dilemma is when you have two separate companies, and often in life what ends up happening is the one company you're working on may not be the company that you stick with forever, especially nowadays. The younger people, 
of this generation is sticking to jobs for like two or three years. Um, even on the older end of the spectrum, like a lot of people are going out there and trying new businesses until they figure out what works. And I mean, just finding your own passions is so difficult in itself. It's like, oh, I tried this heart-based leading thing. It's great. But then what about coaching? Oh, I feel myself being more of a coach. And taking that and moving it from changing everything in your heart-based leading to a go approach, go, like if you were to do that on the same website, it'd be extremely difficult because you're changing like your name, you're changing your entity, you're changing your whole entire identity. Um, one thing that you could have done to kind of make that transition a little smoother is if you had set up uh, paulari.com and then you kind of set up your bio and everything like that, it would have gave you a little bit more flexibility when this transition did happen because it seems like it is something that you're going through right now. And it seems like I remember when I went startup to startup to startup, each time I started at a new one, my reputation would be gone and I would have to start from scratch, start from have an absolute fresh start because like no one knew me anymore. The company was gone and things like that. And it sounds like this is kind of like where you're in the middle grounds of right now, right? Um, wow. <laughs> wow. So, you actually just, man, hit me in the, it was like getting hit in the face with a, a big aha. Well, I didn't <laughs> thought about that. Then I could Sorry, actually. Let, let, let me smack <laughs> softer. Your tap, tap, tap. No slap, slap, slap. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hadn't really thought about that. What a, what a space where I could even negotiate that, negotiate that presence for myself, even to create the clarity because I'm, uh, as Heartbase, it was my individual business, and with Go Coach, we're uh, we're a, a, this really cool team, and we all kind of pull together to work. And I could navigate that. I, wow, that was cool. I hadn't really <laughs> thought about that. And, yeah, <laughs> and I have and I have my own domain name I could use. This is embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> the the only reason I thought of this is because like I went from this one startup and it failed. Then the next one it failed, and the next one failed, and each time it failed, it became harder and harder and harder to get a job. I'm like, why is it so hard? Oh, it's because no one knows me, and no one knows any of these companies on my resume. <laughs> so I'm like, um, maybe I need to change that. Maybe I need to make sure people know who I am. And like, if you look at people like Tony Robbins, um, Oprah, like their sites are kind of named after themselves. Barack Obama, Donald, like all these people have like a things that are named after themselves. The reason they do that is because 5, 10, 20 years from now, if you're still alive, then you're still there. But then 5, 10, 20 years from now, like you're two years into your heart-based leadership project and you're kind of losing that feeling of wanting to do it anymore and you want to go with GoPro Pro. like that's not something that is a forever entity. I mean, it's good to have both properties, but to position them in to be complementive of each other. Since you don't have a site for yourself yet, um, one of the main things that you really would have to focus on is creating that site. And what that site does is it does three things. You want it to, one, make sure that it shows people who you are. Two, you want to make sure you're able to show what services that you could offer, which would could be a link back just to the GoPro Go Coach Go site. 
And three, it gives people the ability to go out there and contact you and reach you on a <clears throat> in a very easy way, like by providing your email address. Um, you could put your phone number. You won't get that many calls. I don't answer the calls when they come in, and I just look at them. But <laughs> you could put your phone number, too. The whole <laughs> point of the websites, though, just to give you that easy access where people, when they need your services, they know how to get to you. Um, <clears throat> right. I- I mean, it makes no sense if you put your stuff out there, but they can't contact you. It's kind of useless. <laughs> yeah. And then, especially since you're in the process of like, I'm going to take down this whole heart-based leadership uh, site. Like, it's like all that hard work, all that stuff that you put up, all that, um, all that thought leadership that you have, that's kind of just going to vanish with it too, right? Well, I was, well, okay. So here, one of the things I was thinking of was actually keeping that as a as a brand mm-hmm. of, of, of approach and, and focus on from the standpoint of even coaching and leadership. But my, my tribe, my business, and, and that's actually going to be for the developing and going forward, of course, is Goat Coach. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, wait, that's kind of a, it's like serving two things, though. And it's going to be, I feel like that's going to be hard to do. It would so be pretty the- difficult to do. I mean, as time goes by with your current client base, you'll probably want to, as Go Coach Go gets more popular and as you start becoming busier with that work, um, with that workload, you're going to probably dedicate less and less time to um, heart-based leadership, which will eventually make it a, probably a null entity unless you have just a few clients who are serviced on retainer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Whereas if I'm actually just, if I, so I resisted using my own name because I didn't want to be that ego guy sitting on, on the internet, but it well, doesn't have to be that ego guy on the internet. No, it doesn't have to be that ego guy on the internet. And I think a lot of people are scared of using their own name as well. But, like, if you think about it, what are two competing schools in your area? Um, clarify competing schools in my area. Like, um, in, in L.A., we have UCLA and USC, and they have a, they oh. have a rivalry with okay. their sports, their education, everything, right? Right. Like, I went to Seattle Pacific University, which was known for its school of education and uh, nursing program. And then Seattle U had a law program and something else, or PLU did. Okay. Okay, so um, let's say there was some content that was on Seattle U and you being an alumni from the other place, would you want to share some uh, information that you found from Seattle U, even though you didn't attend there? Right, you'd be going to the ones that you that you have a connection with, right? Yeah, so that that's one of the problems when it comes to branded content too. When you have branded content and it's with like um, Cisco, Microsoft, uh, whatever other company out there, that brand that it comes with already has its own associations that people put to it. So, I mean, mm-hmm. if you have a company and then like let's say you have Go Coach Go, for example, creating content and then you're a coach yourself and you're not in that Go Coach Go network. Would you ever share content from there? Um, 
I probably would. I, I mean, I'll I'll attach if I find it valuable and I want to share it, and then maybe even show up in connection with it because it fits with something I might be doing. But I would rather <laughs> share my own content. Yes. Yeah, it's on a case by case basis, and it's really hard to do that. And um, one yeah, thing that yeah. I find is that when it's a person, when it's an unbranded piece of content that's attached to a person and an author. What ends up happening is overall your content just becomes a lot more shareable too. Um, we could get mm. into more exactly like how that kind of works after this commercial break that we have to go to. Uh, you can find Paul at Paul Ari on Twitter. That's P-A-U-L-H-A-U-R-Y. You can find me at Mr. Leonard Kim and we'll be back after this commercial break. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. It's time to unlock some of the best kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We get Guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. This is Grow Your Influence Tree. To reach Leonard Kim or his guest, call into the program at 1 866 472 5795. That's 1 866 472 5795. Or drop a line by email to hello at leonardkim.com. Now, back to Grow Your Influence Tree. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Grow Your Influence Tree. Leonard Kim here with Paul Ari. Earlier, what we did is we saw that Paul was transitioning from heart-based leading to Go Coach Go, and there were a lot of dilemmas there with, one, losing the type of uh, information that was already created, two, figuring out how to make that transition, three, seeing the importance that comes with a personal website. One of the things that we started touching base upon was unbranded content. And what unbranded content would be would be this content that's created under your name and how much more shareability it gets. The reason why unbranded content does so well is because when you see a company like, when you see a big company like let's say an eight-figure business, nine-figure business, university, whatever it may be, creating any type of content, you kind of have your red flags, you have, your, you have your guards up and you're like, huh, is this person trying to get something out of me? And you're a little more hesitant to really go and see that article, click it, read through it, share it, and things like that, especially if, if it's for a competing business in your industry. Now, if you see it and it's authored by a person, it kind of gives you a completely different touch to it because it's just content developed by a person as opposed to branded content. That's where we left off. And I think um, a question was kind of brewing into your head, right, Paul? Yeah, yeah. yeah I was in the, I was in the actual mind-blown kind of <clears throat> concept and space of <laughs> when I'm, like right now, I'm, I'm, I'm generating some stuff that I'll be putting out in content for a go coach, and I have the stuff for a heart base. 
And if I just drop out and go into just what I've been seeing with either clients on both sides of things and, you know, what's just best to put out there that could be helpful to people, I find myself going, how do I cast it from heart base? And then how do I cast it uh, or, and or for go coach when I realize at this point, wow, if I change and use my own just plain personal space, I'm not trying to cast it in any way. And I just get to say it as how I would naturally say it if I was talking and working with a client. Because I'm, when I work with a client, I'm not going, oh, I'm heart-based Lydia. I'm going to give you heart-based blah, blah, blah coaching. Or if I'm with go coach, I'm giving you go coach coaching. And I'm actually there doing whatever I can for them. And I just felt like I lost some shackles in my ability to do stuff and because I don't it, have to worry about which casting. Isn't it so hard to cast that at heart space leadership, at go coach, go at this. And then like setting that tone and limiting yourself with what you can say and putting yourself inside the box. No, that's exactly it. It's like an, it's an, and it's an artificial uh, constraint. Is what I'm looking. What I'm actually going. Oh, dude, this doesn't have to be that way. And and then I can actually use the content anywhere it it can apply. Yeah, and it also puts down the shackles. So then the content doesn't even do as well as it could have done. Like uh, the University of Southern California, they wrote a few articles last month, and their top performing article for the month had just under 6,000 views. This is like the biggest private university in all of Southern California. You think this is like the huge institution with all this credibility, but their branded content, their news story got six, less than 6,000 views. And I'm sitting here and I'm like, you know what? There's like some junk I wrote online that sits around with like 25,000 views. There's some stuff I wrote that's got like 300,000 views. And that's authored under my name. And when I work on other like projects where like, because I, I don't just work with people. I work with some companies too, not preferably, but sometimes I do. Is when that branded content comes out, it's like getting hundreds of views while the uh, content, same content authored under someone's name is getting like thousands of views. So it also, not only does it just limit your creativity and put you in a box on trying to figure out how to like go and massage your message to get it out the right way, it also releases the shackles. So that same piece of content that, I don't know, maybe a hundred or a thousand people are viewing could jump up to can jump up to a thousand, ten thousand, a hundred thousand, or maybe even more by taking off that branding from it. Right, because now there's no there's no spin, there's no angle, and let's just face it, we like that when we don't deal with spin and angles. Exactly, and wow. that's human nature, and that's what brings people to connect. Now, let me ask you a question: Where are you publishing all your content right now? Oh, uh, that's it's, so it's been, oh god, it's been a little haphazard. Sometimes LinkedIn, sometimes my heart face leading. Uh, on occasion, I might throw something into Medium. And I really haven't set a, and I know we're supposed to do a cadence and that's a, that's a should have situation. You know, we shouldn't should on ourselves. Um, I should on myself all day. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm probably not doing the best uh, at that. (laughs) No worries. So, so there's this thing. It only takes about 30 minutes every single time you create an article that you could do. Uh, this is usually what I do when I have a brand new piece of content 
is I'll get the article, whether it comes from a Word doc or Google Docs or just typing directly into something. And then I'll get that, then I'll copy and paste that into like um, I'll copy and paste that into like WordPress for the website. I'll copy and paste that into like Quora. I'll copy and paste it into Medium. I'll copy and paste it into LinkedIn and whatever other content syndication networks there are, then um, I'll click publish all around the same time. So now instead of that article just going out to one place, it's got multiple places where it could reach because Medium has its own internal audiences. LinkedIn has its own audiences. Your uh, <clears throat> Quora has its own audiences. And at the same time, because it's on your website too, you're owning that content in case any of those networks ever go out of business, fail to exist, and things like that. So you have the SEO on one end from your website. You have that credibility on your site. And also mm -hmm. at the same time, you're getting that readership from elsewhere. Okay, so this is um, and this is probably because I'm, I'm, I'm old when it comes to Internet world. Um, I started with in an Internet company 20 years ago. Um, but I always thought that if you put multiple things of content out, it hurt you. But what we just talked about, you know, you just mentioned there was that they're all separate spaces. And if you don't show up in each of those spaces, you're losing out on that uh, ability there. Yeah, and I think it's a common misconception that's been brought back from the past because like five years ago, Wait, no, not, I think eight years ago, if you were to author something and then put it into multiple places, it would ding you because Google would be like, is this plagiarism? Is it this or is it that? But just like how uh, people tend to hopefully grow and develop as time goes on, uh, Google's algorithm has gotten smarter too. So they could detect if you write an article and it's authored by Paul Ari and it's in five different places. You're the author of all five of those ar articles. It's not like it's plagiarized because you're the same author all around. So it's going to pick the number one authority to push that up onto the web and that's probably going to be your site, or actually it doesn't even really matter where it is, whether it's on Medium, Quora, whatever. It's still your content that's going to be coming up first, right? Mm-hmm. Wow, because I, I, have, I have literally not done that because I thought it was harmful. When, and I, you know, like I said, I've had the content, it's there, and I could just simply move it over. I mean, like Medium, I love It's just like put the URL in and it rewrites the whole article and you just put a little couple edits and it works great too. Yeah, and I mean, a lot of people are scared wow. that, going, that they're going to get dinged, but I'm sitting here like doing it every other day and I'm like, well, yep, no problem here. <laughs> right, so. Uh, All right, I'm, I'm going to take that <laughs> as, a, as a new way to go. Yeah, and also at the same time, I have a ton of different things that are like on the first page of Google for all this different stuff, and it all tracks back, it all links back, so it's like, oh, it's not really, it doesn't really matter where you're posting, it just matters that you're posting, and if you're going to post, why not take the maximum benefit of it and get the networks to like four or five different places instead of just one? Okay, that's cool. This is actually even going to be wonderfully helpful in the, in the GoCoach space, too. Oh, yeah. Make sure that the stuff that comes out from the from all the coaches and so on, because we're gonna have them put that out. Yeah. Wow, this is wow, this is like another aha moment. <laughs> I have a question for you. What, what do you think happens when someone reads a piece of your content? Um, 
Well, the ones that I hear back from, um, they, they've been pretty positive and, and helpful, uh, or I should say appreciative is probably the word I get. Um, and they have expressed that they like that I keep my voice in the documents. Um, I don't try to polish it. I try to write how I actually just speak because that's the only way I know that I'm really communicating from uh, kind of a sincere truth as opposed to trying to spin it. Well, that's a great thing to do, and I think that's why my content always did so well because I, I got C's in English. I never really had any formal writing <laughs> training. So the only way I really knew how to write was to write the same way I talked, and I think that's what helped me like engage and connect with so many people, and that's what's working for you. Uh, so that's a good thing. Keep doing that. But what you have to do is you have to really consider, like, okay, X, Y, follow the path of people who read your content. Okay, great article, close. I'm going to read the next one. So that's some people. Oh, great article, cool. I'm going to click like. Oh, great article, cool. I'm going to click like and leave a comment. Someone else is like, oh, this sounds pretty interesting. I need to learn more about who this Paul Ari guy is. They're going to click mm -hmm. on your profile, right? And then other people are like, oh, I need to know who this guy is. I'm going to Google him. Then they'll end up at that website that doesn't exist yet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, I need to know more about who Paul Ari is. And like they go to all these different places, right? So what you have yeah. to do is you have to kind of look at that article. It's kind of like the top of the funnel. When they move from the top of the funnel, the next thing that they're going to want to do is read your bio. And then... Mm. That's why it's good to have a, that's why when you have a bio, what I like to do with these is um, your bio right now, I think I pulled it up on GoCoach a little bit earlier. Let me see if I can find it real time. So this might take a little bit and there might be a little dead air. Typing. Where do you think I should be going for your bio? To the GoPro, Go Coach Go profile or your um, LinkedIn? Um, well, okay, so my LinkedIn's probably, well, LinkedIn or my site uh, are probably the, the closest thing because I haven't, like, to go back to that whole transition thing, I haven't even got my full presence on the Go Coach site. I'm, I'm there primarily listing as a, as a functional coach, um, not even in the listing on my role. And so, hey, bad branding right there <laughs> uh, cool. I probably should be on there proper so I'm just going to read off your um, Heartbeats leading who me page it says I'm a guy who loves to find ways to make workplaces happy healthy and fun through coaching and mentoring that's my gas give a shit <laughs> we all have stuff that really matters to us that's mine I get pure enjoyment when I hang out with people helping them to grow together to solve tough and valuable problems helping people find their fossum that's the goal it's what we're here and so forth right and then uh, it kind of yeah. goes to more about your philosophy. There's right. nothing wrong with that. That's absolutely great. And a lot of people will tell you that you have to include this type of stuff into your bio. And you do have a – and then it kind of goes into talking more about, like, what you do. Then it switches over to consulting and says how you can put on your consulting hat and help with that. Now, what I see is um, there's two types of people – who are 
or there's a few different types of people who are going to read your bio. The first time is going to be like, oh, cool, this person's neat. I like them. I'm going to go and read their stuff, maybe subscribe to them, follow them on social media or something, right? There's another type who's going to be like, oh, wow, this person seems really interesting. I really like what they do. And then they're going to be like, oh, I want to figure out where this person works and what they do for a living. And then the other person's like, oh, cool. I don't know if I really like this guy, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so in order for the second scenario to happen, like what you really want people to do is you kind of want them to kind of fall in love with you when they're reading your bio. Uh, when I read your bio on a heart-based leading, it's kind of inside that box that we mentioned where you're trying to tailor everything into that heart-based leading position. Uh, what I like to do is, like, let's take you out of that box and let's create a real bio that really stands out. What, what do you think are the elements of something that would really make you stand out and connect with others? Um. Boy, uh, guy, I'm on the spot. And I froze. Uh, let's see. No worries. Um, I do that too. I should carry an ice box around since I always freeze up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the lunch will never go bad. Um, <laughs> That's true. Uh, um, let's see. Uh, that uh, I like to. I like to create belonging where. Wherever I go, or, or maybe I maybe create. let's say you see someone else's bio, you see someone else's profile. What 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 made you create a deep connection with what, reading what they had? For me, if it's about okay, if it's about people and having fun, people and having fun, <laughs> realistically, yeah, cool. it's about people and how we all get better and have fun. I mean, I, I think of it in terms of, uh, for example. Realistic like this, when we're, when we're happy, we make cool shit. When we're unhappy, we don't. Yeah, I feel <laughs> the same way. And then, like, if you read other people's stuff and it's connecting with you and it's making you gravitate towards them, then that means there's mm -hmm. other people who would be attracted by the same things towards you. So imagine if you mm -hmm. were able to change up your bio and how it sounded. I mean, you would kind of still leave a little bit of the business element in there, but you would kind of want to dive deeper into your personality. How are you fun? How are you loving? How are you kind? How are you enjoying yourself? If you incorporated those things into your bio, it'd be a lot stronger. What I usually do with my one-on-one -on -one clients is I'll sit with them for an hour and I'll ask them leading questions. From, I'll be like, tell me about everything from your childhood, when you were born, how your parents raised you, what that was like, what high school was like, what junior high was like, your first relationship, your first job, your first rejection, all these other things up to where you are today. Tell me how you got there and I'll start asking some other questions to fill in the gaps where I really find interest. And when people start sharing that story with me, what I usually do is I record the call, get it transcribed, and go and work out a bio with them. And then that ends up coming out to about 3,000 words. And one, it has a lot of their life philosophies, a lot of the things that they really truly believe in. And also, since it's 3,000 words long, it gives the opportunity where you could share multiple components of your life from like early life, from like elementary, high school, junior high, et cetera, to where you are today. So if people want to read more and they choose to read more, they could go and dive deep into that bio and learn more about who you are. Mm -hmm. 
And mm, that's cool. Yeah, and it's so not it's everyone's. Not, can, I, uh, can I backtrack? Because this is so going into the when you were talking about having your your site that's just you mm-hmm. versus like even when I set up heart based leading, I'm filtering and I'm and I'm kind of adjusting things, and that's really interesting because as I even just sat there and looked at these just now because I pulled them up, I'm like going, oh, I'm I'm casting it in a way that's that that fits with this business thing. I'm casting it for this business thing, and, and I, and that's not. I'm not completely genuine in there, and I, and I'm like going, need to change that. Yeah, that's what came out. Just, I mean, I, I was literally. That's why I'm stuck with that. Huh. But now you are. I know what I'm doing. So after this call, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so no, that's great that you had this um, little moment where you saw that uh, we're about to hop off to another commercial break if you want to find Paul Hari you can find him at P-A-U-L-L H-A-U-R-Y on Twitter and find me at Mr. Leonard Kim and we'll be back after this commercial break Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Do you believe that being fit is difficult? Do you think it requires turning in your favorite comfort foods for boring chicken and broccoli and spending hours in a gym? It doesn't. Tune into Have It All with Devin Alexander. Devin and her guest experts will show you how you can have it all at any age. From relationships to money to thinking bigger than you've ever imagined. Devin will fast track your goals to yummy reality. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. This is Grow Your Influence Tree. To reach Leonard Kim or his guest, call into the program at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or drop a line by email to hello at leonardkim.com. Now, back to Grow Your Influence Tree. Hey, everyone. Leonard Kim here with Paul Paul Ari. Uh, We've been discussing the bio and just how important it is. I uh, introduced an idea of sharing about 3,000 words that go over who you are and exactly how you got to where you are today and touches upon business a little bit. Now, after reading, let's say you give the opportunity for someone to go out there. Oh, wait. So you mentioned something about how you felt like you were in a box and you weren't being truly authentic. But then now you can see that you could be truly authentic with your bio when it's hosted on your own website. Uh, the So currently we have the funnel where people are going into your article or your story that you're sharing. Then they're moving into your homepage and they're reading your bio and learning more about you. Um, if someone had that opportunity to read those 3,000 words, 2,000 words or whatever it is, um, what do you think they would feel after reading that? Would they feel a deeper connection with you? Would they feel more relatable to you? What do you feel like, um, like, what do you think would come from that? Um, 
I feel like they get a much deeper connection, provided I, I, I gave it in a, a nice, true, good story. Um, not a bunch of facts, narrative facts, because uh, I don't think we ever re- respond well outside of story. Yeah. But to make real connection, if, I, if I'm just telling the story and, it, and it's, a, it's a story that, that connects and works, then it's cool. Yeah, and and it's funny because then and it's you're you're showing yourself, and people buy you well before they'll buy any product you're trying to put forth from a business standpoint. Yeah, so and, it kind of and, makes sense. <laughs> yeah, and um, when I used to do sales, like for some reason, my ten steps of the sales: step one was to meet and greet, step two was to sell yourself, then step three was to sell your company. And I learned this back in, what, 2005 or something when I was selling cars. And then it's kind of weird because that's some old philosophy from, you know, over a decade ago. But for some reason, people still want to buy into you first before they buy into what you're doing. Not sure why it's that way. That's but part, though, you know. Yeah. I, I, I think... like you and can you do it? I met the two things that everybody asks right when they meet them. <laughs> Yeah, and I think that's really the two things that are the, the, the determining factor whether someone works with each other or not. And I think with that bio out of the way, that kind of builds a lot of those strong connections, right? Mm-hmm. And, and then, you get to be you regardless of where, what company and what time you're in. Exactly. Uh, this is, I'm, my brain is just like going all over the place right now. Mm-hmm. Now, the great thing about this is from there, if people do want to learn more about what you do, you can always link off to your website that's uh, work-related, right? Go Coach Go. And then on there, they're like, oh, coaches help these, this and that, this and that. And then if they need exactly what you're providing there, then they'll either A... Uh, I mean, people do three things, right? They either A, go, oh, cool, he does this for work. I don't care. Oh, cool, he does this for work. I'm going to find so- I'm gonna talk to him and go find someone cheaper. Or, oh, cool, he does this for work. I'm going to call him, find out what he does. And I already like him, so I'm probably going to buy whatever he sells me unless he charges a million dollars. Yeah. Yeah, and... Uh, when it comes to like heart-based leading, like, did you feel that you had a pretty high closing ratio with that, with people who were unfamiliar with you? Um, when they came and talked to me, and I said that this is this is how I approach things, and uh, yeah, it was pretty good for the inbound stuff. Um, I I went through a whole phase in my own transition where I stopped taking clients because I was learning about myself and my doing the business. Mm-hmm. But when I got back to it, it was like, oh, there's a client. Yay. Uh, <laughs> but it was more of an issue. I'm having fun helping somebody get to a much cooler place. Yeah. And um, do you think so, if they got uh, to know you before, before you talked to them, do you think that would have helped maybe improve those conversions even higher, made the uh, transition process a little smoother or anything like that? Uh, I would say this way. Uh, this is my own reflection on this, but I think it would be way easier because I don't. It's funny because I try not to work under a pretense, but now that I look at this and I consider that if I had had the personal brand space straight up out there, 
that sets my stage that even in whatever branded space I'm in, I've removed the pretense of having to conform to a brand I'm looking at. Yeah. So I feel like it would be naturally easier just to be your freaking self <laughs> in the process. Yeah. And then I think it'd be way easier and I think it would be a quicker connection. So what all that ultimately does is when you're working on the content by sharing it into more places, your articles, your stories and things like that, more people are reading it. When more people read it, that means there's more people who potentially read your bio. When there's people who read your bio, when they have that deep connection to you, there's more people who are potentially checking out your business site. And when people see uh-huh. what you do, when they already like you, when they schedule that appointment, it's a much better um, lead to have than with someone who's just walking off the street randomly Googling something and coming up to your business. So it's, it's really crazy. While you were saying that, I was going, because at one point it was, because I'm, I'm taking the, the the move and I'm working with GoCoach and, and I was like, but I wanted to keep heart-based leading. And now I'm at the point where it's like, actually, I don't know if that's of any real long-term value um, other than I have a sentimental thing because it was, uh, I went out on my own to do this, but the reality is it's just being out there in the space that matters more than the name heart-based leading. Yeah. I, I mean, just, the- the names is cool. It's really nice, but then it's not something that you have to be tied to. You know, it's something you can let go. No, it's, well, it's not me. It's it's part of me, but it's not me. Yeah, it's, it's like when your kid turns that. eighteen. Like you could send them off to college. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're moving out. <laughs> yeah, that's out. exactly what's <laughs> happening. It's moving out. <laughs> Huh. Wow. Or, or when you finish okay, college no yourself, you don't have to go back. <laughs> uh, oh, wow. Yeah. I, I mean, it's a part of you, but it doesn't have to be all of you. Right. As a matter of fact, it prevents you from being all of you. Yeah, it really does. It's really right. confined. Uh. Let's see, another question. In regards to when you were doing heart-based leading, like while you were running that company, do you, how many times do you think you were either like featured in the media, like had, went and was on the TV show, was on a podcast, a radio show, and things like that? Oh, you know, it's so numerous that it's one. Oh, cool. <laughs> and do you I've, think... Yeah, have I been... Yeah, I've been on one podcast, and and that was this one of the scariest things. Period, because I, it had to be about me, and so this is funny because this is personal brand stuff, and that's what was scary. If it had been the topics, I would have been really comfortable to talk about it. But it was uh, with John Lim. But yeah, you really well, do have to be comfortable to put yourself out there. And, and I was going to ask right after this. It's like, and did John ask you? to be on the on the show because of your business or because you talk to him every day and he feels like you're his friend? <laughs> <laughs> um, it was the connection that brought me into that, uh, through, actually through the, the Winnie Sun stuff. Um, but it was the connection um, and somebody who was being entrepreneurial and trying to make, a, make the world a better place through their work. So yeah, it's funny. It really was more of the personal thing than anything. 
Yeah. Now I just want you to take an outside look, outside of heart-based leading, and like think of like other people's companies, other people's brands, and other people that you see. When you look in the media and like the articles that you read for like CNN, ABC, um, Fox, Inc. Magazine, whatever it is. Uh, all these things that you're seeing, like how often is the business actually featured versus how often um, is it about the person? Okay, so this is crazy. Wow, dude. Well, you're just, you're lighting my brain up. Um, <laughs> I, well, when I first started checking your stuff out, it wasn't because you were associated with a business. I just liked your stuff. Um, and if I look at the various people that, I really love connecting with and so on. It's, it is about the person. It's not the brand or the business brand behind them. A uh, guy, Mark Crowley is just a guy. Marshall, this is really wild. I hadn't really gone even into this spin or this understanding. Spin was the wrong word. Understanding. It really is about the person. Isn't it interesting? Like it doesn't matter if I work at Amazon, IBM, Cisco, Microsoft, Apple. Well, maybe if I worked at Apple, you might want to ask me for a discount on an iPhone, but it doesn't really matter where I work, right? Or what I do. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, it's funny to say, because like, I don't like, because I like um, Guy Kawasaki, some of his stuff, but I don't think of Apple when I think of him, and he was like Big Apple. So you're right. It's it. I do look at it as the person kind of be respective of the business. Yeah, and then when you and then like if you like look at for example PayPal now, almost every single one of those founders from PayPal, they all broke off and built their personal brands and decided to go out there and um, go out there and do their own things. And then like no one really cares that they came from PayPal. They all made their own names for themselves and they're all just sharing <laughs> the things that they do, right? Like, oh, cool, this right. paper guy's interesting. He's making rockets for some reason. They keep blowing up, but he finally got one to stay. Whoa, <laughs> that took him a while, but he did it. Cool. Right. That, and then people don't attribute that to PayPal. They don't attribute that to um, the, all the engineers and scientists working in the lab. They attribute that to Elon Musk. Right. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting wow. how this people thing works, right? <laughs> well, it's funny. And what's funny is my whole business is bound about getting people to people in whether they're a manager or whether they're an executive or um, if they're just an individual contributor on a team. It's all about the people who go who you work side by side. If you're a brother and sister in this in this uh, life that we're going through, and are you having fun at it? It's funny, and yet I was, I was constraining myself in branding. You were constraining yourself from seeing exactly what it is that you do. Oh, this is embarrassing. This is so embarrassing. Uh, That's okay. awesome. Cool. So, oh, um, I, I mean, that kind of just shows you the big picture of exactly what you can do when you kind of flip everything out around. On a scale of 1 to 10, how helpful do you think this advice was? Like, was it just like, 1, oh, Leonard, you're lame, you wasted an hour of my time, or was it like 10, oh, great, I'll buy you cupcakes? You don't have to buy me cupcakes. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, let's see. Um, I, okay. 
can I say 11? Because that's what right now I'm in the aha phase of things and I'm like going, this has been the transforming for me. This is, this is change, cool change. Matter of fact, I'd, you like whiskey. I'll take you to some, get you some amazing whiskey. Um, okay. I'm down. I'll go right now. <laughs> <All right>. um, <laughs> uh, now this is just, I, I've had some things in the last two years by going into business that have been just aha after aha. And this, this actually turned into one of those aha moments that I'm like, um, I want to get this and then play this back over and over and make notes on things to keep focus on because they are the door openings that need to awesome. to make things even better. Well, the good news is in 30 minutes from now, this link will be up permanently, so you could do that. Uh, another thing I want to do is to make sure you stay on track to building your personal brand, right? I'm going to give you a $2,600 personal branding course for free uh, that you could go through that teaches you everything that we already covered and more, a lot more probably too. And uh, I'll get you a promo code and all that other neat stuff so you could get that all, pa- all worked away. And yeah, I mean, just keep in touch and follow up and we'll see how else we could help you. Uh, wow. Um, now I'm kind of like, holy crap. <laughs> uh, a huge appreciation. Thank you. Oh, no problem. Well, um, we're about at the close to the end of the show. Uh, so in October of 2019, everyone, whoever's listening to the show, I'll be releasing a book. It's called Ditch the Act, uh, Reveal the uh, Surprising Power. Ditch the Act, Reveal the Surprising Power of the Greater Youth. Uh, of the uh, see, I can't even say the title. See, you don't even have to remember the <laughs> stuff that you need to be successful. But um, it's called "Ditch the Act: Reveal the Surprising Power of the Real You for Greater Success," and that's going to be out in 2019 or in October this year. It's already 2019. But yeah, what am I saying? Uh, you can always find um, Paul at Paul Ari on Twitter. You can find me at Mr. Leonard Kim on Twitter. Uh, once the book comes out, pick up a copy, share it with your friends and just do all that other neat stuff and thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Grow Your Influence Tree. It was a pleasure having you and we'll be seeing everyone next week when we're doing another personal brand consult. Thank you for making us part of your week. Listen for Grow Your Influence Tree with Leonard Kim every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Stand out. Stand apart and become a top influencer. We'll see you here next week.